Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Clark Kent learns that although four boys on the Metropolis High basketball team have been cleared of all bribery charges, they are now threatened by a new danger. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, uh, you don't want to miss out on any fun, do you? Well, you better join up with the other kids who are collecting that exciting new series of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pet. Because you don't want to be out in the cold when the fellows and girls compare notes and tell how many different pep comic buttons they've collected so far and swap their duplicates. And say you wouldn't want to miss wearing those nifty-looking buttons on your jacket or your dress or cap because they really are nifty, bright-colored and flashy, with the pictures of your funny paper favorite standing out clear and sharp as anything. Old friends like uh, Tess Trueheart and, and Beezy and Superman himself. Now, there were 18 new and different buttons in this new series, so you better hop to it. Ask Mom to get you plenty of Kellogg's Pep. That's the only way you can get these Pep comic buttons, you know. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. But there's a prize in every package of Kellogg's Pep. And say, there's a load of good eating, too. A super delicious dish for breakfast, because these golden toasted whole wheat flakes are full of catchy sunshine flavor. Crisp and fresh as can be. So ask Mom for P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now, the adventures of Superman. Calling themselves the Knights of the White Carnation, a group of race haters determined to break up the Metropolis High School basketball team because of their intolerance for four of the star players who are of foreign ancestry. Their first act was to arrange for the murder of a prominent businessman who had threatened to expose them. Then Vincent Kirby, leader of the hate group, persuaded the chairman of the school board, a man who owed his position to Kirby's influence, to bar the four Metropolis stars on a charge that they were dealing with professional gamblers. Clark Kent, who, as we know, is Superman, threw the weight of the Daily Planet behind his demand that Mr. Mortimer, the school board chairman, either submit evidence against the boys or withdraw his charges. Frightened, Mortimer went to Kirby, who told him to reinstate the boys, saying they would be taken care of in another way. As we continue late the following afternoon, we find cub reporter Jimmy Olsen in Kent's office at the Daily Planet. Listen. Any word from Mortimer yet, Mr. Kent? No, not yet, Jim. She whiz the game with Cedar Falls goes on tonight. If Rizzuti, Kaplan, Pulaski, and Kelly can't play, we'll get skunk. I know, but... That'll be awful. This is the opening game for the state championship. Look, Jim, there's something far more important than a game involved. It's that those four boys are accused of conspiring to throw a game. That's a criminal offense in this state. Well, Cheapest? You mean they may go to jail? They're proved guilty, they will. But they're not guilty. I know them. They're swell guys. I know, Jim. You heard what Coach Reed said, too. Yes, but And that Mr. Is... Raiden, the principal of Metropolis High. He doesn't believe it either. Neither do I. But I that... tell you, somebody's trying to frame him. That's what. That may very well be, Jim. But 
Mr. Mortimer, chairman of the school board, said he has evidence that the boys were in the pay of gamblers. Oh, yeah? Well, where is his evidence? Well, Why doesn't he come up with Jim, it? take it easy. Mr. Mortimer promised to complete his investigation today. Either produce the evidence or withdraw the charges against the boys by 6 o'clock. So you just... Well, it's almost 6 now. Ten minutes off. All right, now relax. Mortimer will issue a statement one way or the other. You can depend on that. Well, I can't see what's holding him up. The game starts at 8.30, and without Tony and Cass... Hey, Jim, get a load of this. Huh? What, Beanie? This flash just came over the city wires. Here, read it for yourself. What's up, Beanie? Oh, hello, Mr. Kent. I didn't notice you. <laughs> That's all right. It's all excitement what about. Leaping lizards. Ain't that something, Jim? Listen to this, Mr. Kent. What? Henry Mortimer, chairman of the school board, announced today that following a complete investigation of bribery charges against four Metropolis High School basketball stars... He has found the evidence inconclusive and is immediately reinstating the four athletes. Hey, that's wonderful, Jim. Ain't it, though? Now we can't lose tonight. You said it. Boy, am I happy. Good news, all right. Hey, you better get that flash to the city desk right away, Beanie. I'm on my way. See you again. You bet. Well, there you are, Jim. Yeah. But I'll bet Mortimer wouldn't have worked so fast if you hadn't put the heat on him, Mr. Kent. Oh, I don't know. But I do think he should have made a more careful investigation before he suspended the boys, though. Oh, he sure should have. Why, he could... Just a moment, Jim. That's my phone. Hello? Jim Olson? Yes, he's right here. Just a moment, please. For me? Uh-huh. Somebody who sounds excited. Oh. Hello, Jim Olson. Who? Oh, yes, Mr. Reed. Listen, we just heard about Mr. Mortimer clearing... What? You have? Oh, I see. Oh, sure I can you bet. I'll be right over, and I'll bring Mr. Ken along. Right, right away. So long. It's all excitement, Jim. Well, that was Mr. Reed. You know, Metropolis High Coach. Yes? He said something just happened. What? A terrific story. He wants me to come right over to his house and to bring you along. Well, so... What are we waiting for? Let's go. Why is your face all cut and bruised, Mr. Reed? You look like you were in a fight. Well, I... I was, Jim. You were? Well, who with? Why didn't you... Hold it, Jim. Hold it. Mr. Reed asked us out here to listen to a story, not to ask questions. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I've got a story, all right, Mr. Kent. A terrific story. Go right ahead. Spill it. We're all ears. Yeah, shoot. All right. Earlier this evening, I was just sitting down to supper when the bell rang. I went to the door, and a man was standing there. A, a tall, wiry fellow with a sallow face and sharp, glittering little eyes. As soon as I opened the door, he stepped in. You're Dick Reed, coach of the Metropolis High basketball team, ain't you? Yes, who are you? Just call me Joe. All right, Joe. What do you want to see me about? About the game tonight. Oh, what about it? Let's, uh, let's close the door. That's better. Now, I just heard those four kids, the ones who were suspended last night, got a clean bill of health. Yes, that's right. What about it? Just this. I don't want those boys to play tonight. What's that? You heard me. Now, it's worth a thousand bucks to me to keep those boys from playing. Now, look here, Joe, or whatever your name wait is. Wait a minute. Just wait a minute. Don't tell me you can't use a thousand bucks because I know you get peanuts for teaching high school and coaching basketball. I'll admit the teaching profession isn't very well paid, but I don't Mark see what... Reed, don't be a chump. With Pulaski, Kaplan, Rizzuti, and Kelly in the lineup tonight, the suckers figure Metropolis will take Cedar Falls like falling off a log, see? What suckers? The betters, the betters. They're breaking their necks for a chance to bet three to one on Metropolis. Oh. And I'm taking those bets, see? 
So you can make yourself a thousand bucks by making sure Cedar Falls wins. So that's it, huh? Yeah. Simple, ain't it? All you gotta do to keep those four kids out of the game is to say you're not satisfied the reputations are all clean or they're too jittery after what just happened to play good. Get it? Yes. Yes, I get it, all right. Well, what do you say? Beat it. Now, wait a minute. You heard me. The door's open, so get out before I throw you out. Now, don't be stupid, Get out, I've said, before I lose my temper. I happen to like athletics, but I don't like crooked gamblers who try to dirty it up. Okay, stupid. If you don't want to play ball with me, I'll have to really get tough, and that'll be... You can't bluff me, you cheap crook. Get out. You're asking for this, boy. Now, I'll... And he whipped out a knife and went after me with it. Gee, where's a knife? Yes. Fortunately, I managed to beat him off, and he ran down the steps and disappeared in the dark. Did you report this to the police? Not yet, Mr. Kent. You've got to do so at once. You're in danger. Oh, I don't think that fellow will tackle me again. Uh, you can't be sure, Mr. Reed. What's more, I think those four players, Rizzuti, Pulaski, Kelly, and Kaplan, are in danger, too. I think Mr. Kent's right. Say, I didn't think of that. Look, uh, where are the boys now? Why, why they're at home. I get... No. Oh, wait a minute, it's 7 o'clock. They'll be on their way to the high school. We're to meet there at 7.15 and drive to the armor. Uh-oh. Jim, get Inspector Henderson on the phone. Okay, Mr. Kent. Ask him to send a police escort to Metropolis High. We'll escort Mr. Reed to the school, and the police can take over from there. Hurry! As Jim goes out to contact the police, Coach Reed's late opponent, Joe, is walking up a dark street near Metropolis High School. The husky man wearing a shabby overcoat and cap. Ah, Dirty Reedy almost broke my arm. He was tough, Joe, huh? Yeah, but I'll fix him. There's more than one way to skin a cat. What do you mean? If he lets those four kids play tonight, Metropolis will win. Oh, no, they won't, Fargo. Sure they will. Those kids are good. It won't matter how good they are. Wait a minute. Hold it. What you stopping for? This is where we stand and wait. See that apartment building across the street? Yeah, yeah. What about it? Just keep your eyes open and do what I tell you. And Metropolis will lose tonight, sure as shoot. His small eyes littering in his sallow face. Wiry Joe crouches in the dark shadows with his companion, Fargo. How does he plan to make certain that Metropolis High will lose tonight? We'll be back in a moment to find out. So stand by. Say, here's something about that new series of comic buttons that now come in packages of Kellogg's Pep that's sure to make a hit with you. You'll have these Pep comic buttons a long, long time because they're enameled on real sturdy metal. And those bright colors are long-lasting, too. Why, you'll want to keep right on wearing those smart-looking buttons pinned on your jacket or your dresser cap so that everybody can see how many you've collected. And as for doggone good fun, why, you can't beat the excitement of trading duplicates. And you know, each character is straight from the funny papers. There's Pat Patton and uh, Tess Trueheart, Chief Brandon, Vitamin Flithard, and Judy and Corky, and Superman, of course. Eighteen new and different buttons and all. So you better get busy, gang. Remind Mom to keep you supplied with plenty of Kellogg's Pep. Because these are the prize packages where you get your comic buttons. You can't buy them anywhere, and you don't send in any money, not even a box top. But whenever you open a package of Kellogg's Pep, there's your comic button. And say, think of all that super delicious eating Pep gives you for breakfast. Those good whole wheat flakes are packed with wonderful, catchy sunshine flavor. So ask Mom for P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. (laughs) 
In the shadows of a dark street across from an apartment building, the man called Joe suddenly stiffens and presses the arm of his companion, Fargo. As two boys emerge from the building and start across the street. Okay, Fargo, get ready. Here they come. Hey, uh, you sure they're the right ones, Joe? Yeah, that's Cass Pulaski and Tony Rizzuti. You know what to do now? Yeah, just leave it to me. Okay, Fargo, let him have it! Leaping on the two young high school athletes, Joe and Fargo strike out at them savagely. And unprepared for the cowardly attack, Cass Pulaski and Tony Rizzuti stagger, then fall to the pavement. Is it only a grim stroke of fate that Cass Pulaski and Tony Rizzuti... Two of the boys marked for danger by the intolerant knights of the White Carnation have been struck down on the eve of a big game by vicious thugs. We'll know more tomorrow, gang. So don't miss the next exciting episode when Superman and his friends encounter new and startling developments in their campaign to expose the hate-mongering knights of the White Carnation. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow. Same time, same station. Remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Welcome back. I love Clark Kent uh, confronting the man who had the boys suspended from the basketball team and just calling them on the carpet. And there are people who will do all sorts of crazy things until someone uh, calls them on it. I do wonder, I suspect somehow that the uh, Knights of the White Carnations are behind these... uh, gambling uh, people but if not you'd have an interesting combination of a couple different stories but we have had some that use that combination of uh, traditional racket and the uh, racism angle though that one has been a while all right well this one's off to an intriguing start and certainly what they're going to try to do to Clark Kent I'm going to be interested to uh, hear that over the next few weeks in the meantime, send your comments to adam at adamsweb.us. Be sure and rate the show on iTunes and pick up your copy of Powerhouse's Heroic Adventures Bundle from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.